0: now 2.38 and you're listening to The 1-2-3 Show with me, Noreen Mayer. Noreen Mayer, this Monday afternoon. Let's turn to the final bit of today's show and it's time for Trash Talk. And this week on Trash Talk, Marcy Trent Long speaks to Esther Rowling and also Soler Riestra Re- from the Adventure Cleanup Challenge about their challenge for the sporty and environmentally conscious. <laughs> Trash Talk
1: listeners, you know, sometimes the topic of waste separation and waste collection can get a little bit dull. So for the listeners out there that don't want to just talk trash all day, there's now a new option in Hong Kong to make trash cleanup more interesting. It's called the Adventure Cleanup Challenge Hong Kong. And here with us today is Esther Rowling and Sol Riestra, founders of the fun yet meaningful outing called Adventure Cleanup. Challenge Hong Kong. So welcome to the show, you
0: guys. Thank you.
1: Thank you. So tell us about the history of the challenge and how you started and all that good fun stuff.
0: Well, the whole day sort of came along because in 2017 my husband and I climbed around Hong Kong through a sport called coastering.
1: Oh yeah, that's you. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And during that journey we sort of mapped all the trash that we saw on our on our way. And when we came back, we felt that we had to do something more. And we organized one Saturday in October, a cleanup for all our outdoor sports friends. And it was amazing to see how many people actually showed up and got their hands dirty. And so we sort of kept that feeling like, hey, can we do something more? So in 2018, Solen and I met And we came up like, why don't we turn it into a challenge? Because all the sports people love doing a challenge and actually they're using the outdoors all the time. So they should also have this responsibility and feel the, the sort of urge to actually get into that and clean up. So this is how the whole adventure cleanup came along. And since 2019, that was the first time we did it in May. And that year it was for a month long where six teams were challenging each other to do the a month best, long. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's really long.
0: Yeah, that's what we first thought. Like, how can we people? How can we keep people like interested and how can we keep them engaged? But it was actually something natural. I mean, the, the moment people saw their location, so every team got like their own location allocated, and that was their responsibility for the month basically. And each team, the moment they saw their location, immediately felt they really had to engage and so we never had to come up with something creative to keep people coming back people were just going by themselves and actually involved other people as well
1: so that's funny that's that's actually in a way the dream event isn't it because you just send them to a location okay bye (laughs) i'm sure it's not only that but but then so how did the month evolve then of the challenge
2: yes so for 2019 as esther was saying um we did We did that month because uh, the purpose of the challenge, the main objective is for, for people to be transformed by the experience and then become change agents and advocates of zero waste and recycling and taking the word out there. And so... Um, What we saw in the 2019 challenge was that people um, got very close to their own sites and had this relationship and this connection. They adopted the sites and even went back after the challenge was over. So in 2020, well, nice. yes, yeah. um, and it kind of fulfilled the purpose of being transformational in mm. that sense. Well, like what is the example so that you gave them a site,
1: so that you gave them a certain beach area, I presume? Or uh, Well,
0: we, we're not really we... going for the beaches. We're really going for the remote coastline of Hong Kong. And that's also why the sports challenge comes in for, for the teams, basically. So we're sort of looking uh, at the teams. So we're having a good conversation with the teams. And depending on that, uh, we pick the site. So if it's a like a co-steering team, we're going for really like challenging, climbing, scrambling. If it's a swim team, then it's a location where people have to swim to. Oh, fun. So it really depends on the sports that the specific team is doing. And we sort of look for the location in that sense. Okay, so tell me an interesting, a fun story
1: of you know one of the challenges of e well, it's the swim team the coastal team like what it, what were some of the creative things they came up with to deal with the cleanup
2: yeah well i mean to me it's always fun in a sort of weird way. Um, <laughs> in an outdoor, you know,
1: waste geek way. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, outdoor waste, a little bit risky way mm-hmm. um, to see how teams get very creative about taking the trash out because these are remote areas. So it's not like you uh, gather a bag of plastic bottles and then put them in the bin, right? And so last year we had a team um, uh, called Filipino Dinamo, and they've got a dragon boat team. And these women are just amazing. <laughs> and they created, um, they used bamboo sticks uh, to um, do a bit of a coastier from their cove in Big Way Bay up a hundred meters or so to the car park at Big Way Bay Beach, uh, pulling like five heavy bags on their backs with that uh, stick. Oh, that's so, amazing. and uh. we've t- we've told them to uh, uh, make a patent out of it because all of the teams have used it ever since. Oh right! Really? <laughs> so
1: they make like a bamboo ladder? Is that it? Kind of, or how more, more
2: of a bamboo stick that they hang the the bags oh, from, and it. then one yes takes chariot. it from the front and the other one from the back and then they go together instead of carrying the bags exactly. with their hands yeah so that way they still have their hands free which yeah. is what they need yeah. and they can carry more bags quicker and then, and then other teams copied him. yes
1: yeah. Yes. Yeah, the on that
2: yeah. yes the other fun not so fun story is that for some reason we always tend to find fridges Oh
1: that is sad Fridges. Yeah, and how a are you gonna get that.
2: that out? And it
1: becomes a big challenge. Was it were they, are they washed up or are they just dumped there, you think?
0: Well, I, I tell I don't know.
1: You don't well, you know. Don't
0: know even with the uh, when we went around the island in 2017 we saw 15 fridges just on the coastline yeah. oh. you really wonder it's not like that a fisherman has a fridge on their boat so you really <laughs> wonder where they're coming
1: from yeah. Yeah. well hopefully there aren't that many anymore with the you know with the Wii facility one would hope but anyway yeah. okay yes. so
2: how do they handle these refrigerators so it, it's it, it's become a fixation for us that we sort of kind of transmit to the teams. Um, and so what this year, one team kayaked one fridge out of their site. Nice. Um, last year, we carried one with a journalist yeah. uh, out of Bigway Bay Cove. Yeah. So every time that we see a fridge, we go like that has to go out somehow. <laughs> and and I think everyone gets that feeling for yeah. some reason, because it it's one of those things that you can actually feel that it doesn't belong. <laughs>
1: There, right. yeah, and it actually, right? The liquid inside the refrigerator yeah, is toxic. It's very coming. So yeah. um, that, oh, so okay, so now we've got the fridges out, and then what is the plan for? Uh, to, it's too bad about COVID. Maybe we have a race upcoming
0: or some. Challenges? Well, this year we had to, hence also change the comp- the competition a little bit. Uh, so we did it over a long weekend. We did three days from the 24th till the 28th. Sixth, uh, the physical challenge, um, but we had many more teams. We had 13 teams on oh, 13 great. different locations. Fun. We actually had 33 teams signing up, yeah. but we couldn't cater for so many, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's not just about the three days of cleanup. It's the whole, actually, what's actually more important, because the cleanup is, is more a sort of... How I say. The uh,
1: execution.
0: Do they, are they allowed
1: to plan for it? Yeah, they're allowed to plan.
0: They get Mm -hmm. like their, their, their side sheets, but it's, it's, it sort of transforms the people that are on coast. But after the three days, The most important thing actually starts, and that's the community outreach. So for two weeks, the teams have the challenge to go into their communities and engage uh, the people around them and share with them what they've seen around them. So they have all kinds of different ways they can do that. It's up to their own creativity. So what are some of the ways that they've done that? some people have uh, written articles or have been going to schools to to show pictures of their site and share with their community what's been happening uh, another team from Patagonia uh, has actually been collecting um, you know the dry cleaner bags from their from their customers to reuse on their site so it's all about getting the community engaged in what's actually out there and hopefully changing people's minds on plastic uses and uh, consumption. Yeah, I hope so. Is uh, is there a winner? There is. Oh. There is. (laughs) There will be. There will be. How do you
2: determine the winner? Uh, That's a very uh, good question. So, as Esther was saying, this is not just about the cleanup. It's about... um, lots of other things. So the challenge has six criteria. And each team is assessed on those six criteria by a panel of judges. Um, and the criteria are um, obviously the volume of trash, uh, the extra mile, uh, teamwork, display, community engagement, walking the eco talk. So uh, they need to make sure that they submit evidence on how they fulfilled all those criteria and the judges look into the evidence and score each each team and that's how we come up with a winner
1: wow you don't so you don't just rumble up and and uh, do this challenge you have to really think about it that's no it's exciting.
0: it's quite funny because I think some some of the teams were quite uh, overwhelmed um, to see how much they actually had to do but again the, they see their side they see the importance and they go for it Yeah, and I and you know what the great thing is is you are creating behavioral change
1: as you say which is kind of the most important thing so how does everyone find out about when the next challenge is and how they can volunteer or help or maybe be a panelist i don't know
0: yeah mm. following us on uh, facebook and instagram because also that's where we sort of okay and then, then it would be adventure cleanup adventure cleanup adventure cleanup yeah
1: yeah there okay. you
0: find us yeah <laughs> right. and we have also the website uh, adventurecleanup.org. And that's also where we notify people on the next challenge. So we're mm -hmm. hoping again, 2021, uh, a full-blown, normal... Uh, challenge
1: (laughs) maybe we can get an RTHK team yeah that would be great (laughs) yeah all right Esther and so thanks so much for coming in thank you very much for adding this to our community it's a wonderful contribution to reduce clean up pick up and all those kinds of things well done thank you thank you for having us (laughs) You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK on the Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas.
0: Many thanks once again to Marcy Trent-Long for this installment of Trash Talk. I I think we can volunteer for an RTHK team. We do have a few rather sporty individuals in in the Radio 3 office. I can think of um, um, Janice maybe as one, uh, Angie Mann, um, Hugh Chiverton perhaps. All right, well, we'll have more Trash Talker coming up next Monday.